I can't remember ever, ever interviewing this living legend on radio. Talked to him a couple of times, but this time I'm going to capture him on tape. Good afternoon, Mr. Harriet. Yes. <laughs> How are you? This is the man who rides in his musical chariot, Derek Harriet. <laughs> Harriet. <laughs> hey, listen, you don't yeah. know what this means to the reggae fraternity and for reggae lovers around the world. I hope it means a whole lot because your name is so big in the music business. Oh, stop it. Yeah. And, and first of all, before you go anywhere, any, 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 further, any further, I would like to say that your name has stood out for many decades. Oh my goodness. And promoting Jamaican music. And you have been what you call a giant. Listen, coming from you, coming from you, that is such a great honor. But, but and, and it's so truthful. Yeah, well, today it's all about you. <laughs> today it's about you. <laughs> you know, earlier on I play a song, and maybe that's, that's where you're coming from. Earlier on I was playing a song called Slave that you did. And for some reason, you remember Philip Smart? Yes. I don't know if he got it from you, but Philip Smart was playing that song for three, four weeks before I could get my hands on that song. Oh my! Did Can you, you did you give it to him? <laughs> you the one that I remember. I, I tell you, I, I'm Claudia on that one. Yeah, but he played that Somehow song. Somehow he got his hands on it. Yeah, I, I, and Philip in radio in New York for me. Philip was my number one competition, so um, that's what he did with me with Slave. Now, how are you, Mr. Harriet? I am fair to fine. Great. Y you know... And um, before you go any further, mm -hmm. asking me how, how am I... Um, you would be able to... Uh, you won't have that on hand today to let them get an idea of Slave. I, I played it earlier. Oh, oh, oh. I played it earlier because I've been playing oh. your songs. You know, I'm so excited in talking to you today. I was playing yeah, Slave. I've been tuned in because my um, writing lady is not it, here today. She's yes. at work. I, and I want to thank her for making this conversation with, with you very possible. She, she, yeah, the great everlasting uh, Lorna. Thomas. Yes, she, she really worked hard. And even today, you know, we did a little test and... She said that everything is good, not a problem. Now, now one of the things, and you have like a, a 60, 70 year um, involvement with Jamaican um, music. And one of the things, and I talked to you briefly, I mentioned it to you. Every time your birthday comes up, and I know this year was worse than, you know, of all the times. People just have you as passing. And I know it bothers you because it said it bothers you. How do you think, or why do you think this is so, you know, it comes up every year, Derek Ariat has passed, Derek Ariat. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> How do you feel about that? No way at all. <laughs> it hurt you. Know, but um, what, what it has done, one of the things it has done is that um, reminds people that I'm still around and kicking. Yes, it does. I, I, I remember yes. I, this birthday, I, I just shared the same date with Bob Marley, right? Um, February. Yes, Bob Marley um, shared the same date with my birthday. Uh, oh, oh, 6th, of, 6th of February. How old are you right now? 
You know, I'm still wondering. <laughs> You're still wondering. <laughs> Listen, that is on file somewhere. You've been yeah. around. Okay. Oh, when did you start in this business? Because I, I, since I've been hyping this up, that I am, I'm, I'm, I was gonna be talking to you. A lot of people came. They remember you from. I just wrote a, I just read a piece from Copeland Forbes, telling me how important you are to his coming into the business. Some people say you were you started with uh, Derek and Sang. Tell us how did you no. get into this business? Um, well, to be frank with you, um, when I came into this business, it's just a love of way back days. Mm-hmm. My brothers used to play radio, and certain types of music used to come over, mm-hmm. which influenced me a lot. Mm-hmm. Billy Eckstein was a man who used to influence me from way back, not King Cole. You know, people mm-hmm. like that. Sierra Vaughan. And many others. I right. used to like a little group named the Four Freshmen. Oh, really? Never heard yeah, of them. The harmonies and thing and thing and thing. Mm-hmm. And um, coming from those days and listening to this music, and they know the Jamaican thing now, any corner that a sound system was playing, I would find myself there. You know, I can mm-hmm. remember when I down the bottom of Mountain View Avenue, them used to play up at uh, upstairs place, right at Mountain View Avenue at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, when I was attending Excelsior, as an as a, as a Excelsior man, yeah, I used to hear this. So we used to hear the sound. I mean, never done till we trace it down, you know, and find out that was at <laughs> the bottom of Mountain View at uh, uh, this upstairs place. You know, a sound system That's played awesome. right. many nice R&B songs and everything, and we used to follow it up. And you're talking in the 50s, right? In the 1950s, Certainly. right. Certainly. In the 50s. Mm-hmm. And um, my partner, I had a partner at school here named... Junior Song, call him Junior Song, and I call him, that, him brother, who was with my group to after. That's the name that and someone mentioned to me. Her, yeah, you know, and um, we used to walk home, this, these nice young ladies from school, <laughs> and they lived down there, down in the mountain view area there. Okay. You know, and, we, and then no, after we dropped them off, and uh, we went down and... Just stood there and listened to music, some wicked R&B songs. Right, right. Yeah, you used to draw away, you know? So in those days, though, I mean, you had the radio fusion system. You, you didn't have, did you have the, the regular radio or just the radio fusion? Regular radio. Okay. okay. But with the, with the radio, radio fusion, too, yes. You know? Right, right. You remember yes. you remember your first recording? My first recording? Mm. Yes. What was that? First of all, before the first recording, mm-hmm. myself and Sang, who plays keyboard. I never did play keyboard at all. But he played keyboard and um he and I mm-hmm. 
used to rehearse. Okay. So here comes now this show that I used to see mm-hmm. and go to Palace Theatre. They have a double bill and they have um, they have the double bill and between double bills they had this this talent show Opportunity Hour. Ah. Put on by the great Virgin. Yes. He yes. was a columnist too. You know, but he used to put on these shows. And um, for you to qualify, you had to enter the contest. They, they had this singing contest and they have other acts, which is some wicked dancing with some wicked footman like Pam Pam and them. Right, play, right, right. You know? And um, we used to watch it, watch the show, and I said to myself, well, I must can do better than one and two of these people. <laughs> I'm but sure they, they, I survived that. Yes. I could have been wrong, but I survived, survived that. And it worked. So you, you, know? you entered the competition? Entered the competition, you know, and um, I remember coming second. Who was first? I did that thing by the turbans name When You Dance. When You Dance. Who was first? I'm not remembering, no, you know, frankly. Okay. okay. Not remembering. But um, in watching the Opportunity Hour, watching a few of them, mm-hmm. I was very influenced by Sims and Robinson, better known as Bonnie and Scully. Okay. Okay. And also helped me along the way by helping me with some songs that um, I couldn't remember, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so I, 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 I had to split two pounds, you know? Two pounds, that was the price. You know, said, hey, people have not said them clap for me. <laughs> well, you know, I share it, boy. You know, I share it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So, so after um, winning, that's when you decided you were gonna you gonna go in the studio and and, re- and start your recording career. Yes, but this time now with song. With song. But we used to hire a little studio where you pay a little small, and you record your voice. Yeah, I can make a dub plate like. Mm-hmm. Yes, and myself and song went there and did one and two songs. One of them was um. One of them was. Lollipop Girl. Lollipop original. Girl. Yeah, an original song. And then no, the song on him, Thunderbird. Half Chinese, you just have a song and we hit him and him played. And the evening when him played to Rotted, about 20 times before him could have taken it off, mm-hmm. you know. People never want him to take it off at all. You and are... it goes on, goes on till it reached the hands of it reached the the hands of um, Duke Reed. Duke Reed. And it also reached the hands of Sir Cox and Don Beat. You understand? I'm able to pull up Lollipop Girl with um, the Jiving Juniors, it says, Derek Harriot. Let me remind listeners of what this song sounds like. Is this the one? Yeah, that sound like the original. Ah, so this was your first hit song then, we could say. First hit song. Um, while that was number one, mm-hmm. when it was officially recorded for Duke Creed, when that song went to number one 
the number four song was My Heart's Desire. My so we had two at the top five there. Wow. You know? Yes. And, and guess what, Mr. Harriet? Guess mm -hmm. what? Guess You know, we are well equipped. We knew you I were coming. You. The music at the time was R&B, as you said. Um, mm. uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we just sing a nice little song. So, or, so did it. Right, and the wow. people, them love it. I was glad to endorse it as um, Jamaicans. On the scene with their own thing, you know. Mm, mm. Yes, so um, that was that was lovely. And you are the first person I've heard in all the people that I know ever draw that song. You're kidding me? Really? Yes, you're a, you're a genius. <laughs> well, <laughs> I you know, you. I'm I'm well prepared because I want to make sure you know my conversation with you. It's gonna be taped for the world to hear it. And I just want to make sure I'm I'm prepared. Now, you know, I, I know you you promised me twenty twenty five minutes. So, let me ask you: When did you decide to go into? You you have done all these work for other producers, Duke Reed and Mister Dad and so on. When did you decide to to do it on your own, and why? We did it first on our own because um, we're not officially put out as a, you know, mm -hmm. recording. We just did it as a fun thing and say, 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 one of them sound, I can play that tune and say, maybe them, you know, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then we just happened that the song reached into Thunderbird musical box and, you know, he played it and things started to happen. Right, right. But as yeah. a producer though, what was your first hit as a producer? As a producer. Yes, when you, pro you start to produce your own material, what song was your your first hit? You remember? One of the first hit was um, I don't know, it's like a tune named I Care, you know. I Care. You and I love you, you and I care, yes. Really? And, um, did you say that I went to Did you say it I went Care? went to number two and the hit parade. It never got number one, but it went number two. Which to me was as good as number one. <laughs> and the label it says Derek Harriet and the Vagabonds. <laughs> what's that? What's that yeah, all that's about? That's the group that they back me up. Oh, and the recording. Okay, I got you. I got you. Hmm. So that was your first, and that was 1962. You're really surprising me this evening. Oh yeah, go on, so on. You keep them on that train. <laughs> I've did, done other versions, but boy, I've done versions and made mm -hmm. hits of certain songs. But boy, I don't know how you still have that in your collection. Which is, we, we are collectors, and I, I get yes, help from... Yes, that is what I call a collector. <laughs> yeah, we get, I have a team led by Marlon Burrell who, who helps out a lot. Um, So this was your first 1819, and then after the success of this, now you realize, hey, I can do this for myself. Yes, but after doing with this song and Ariet, um driving juniors, mm -hmm. yes, you realize after that, 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 you know, you can do it yourself. But I remember, uh, Mr. Harriet, when I was like 10, 11, 12, it was all Derek Harriet. You, you, you were in the newspaper, you have ads, you're on the radio, you're on, you're on TV. 
for, from about 1968 to about I left Jamaica 73, you were like the man. You you have all the big artists them, the the the, the chosen few, Scotty and you know you have all these people around you, the Kingstonians. I, I tell the story that I've read why you named them the Kingstonian. Uh, can I tell you how I heard it and can you tell me if it's true? I can check it out. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I heard that they were a country, a bunch of country boys and they would come to Kingston to record for you and um, most of the times you guys record late at night or early morning. But they, the bus that goes to country used to leave early at a certain time, 10 o'clock, you can't get no bus. And you said to them, you know, you all should be Kingstonians because that's how the name came up. Is that true? That I threw that up in the air. I, I, I don't remember that at the moment. Okay. But it, it is possible. It's possible that it could be true, but I mean... Uh, and and the, the thing that everybody wants to know, your relationship with Dennis Brown. Uh, you were the first... Producer to record Dennis Brown? Yes, cause I know him father too, you know. Mr. Brown, Arthur Brown. He was in acting, you know. Yes, sir. And you have Basil Brown, one of the wickedest comedians ever come on Jamaica style. And his jokes, first class jokes, you know, I mean, wicked, you know, he laughed in the week. How yes. Oh, so you? I know these people before I even know Dennis. Right. So they must have said to Dennis, check Derek Carrad, man. He's a man, you know, the music thing, you know. I figure he stopped it like that because right. I'm not come by and did a little rehearsal. And I immediately took him to the studio. What did you hear when Dennis did that rehearsal? Talent. Talent. One of Jamaica's greatest ever talent. So you, if you, you never, know versatility. You, just let's listen. Listen him sing. Um, Richard Alignman. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yes. But, but let but me ask you. Even though it's the, the, the one that brought him big for me when he started recording was Silhouettes. Silhouettes, right? Yes. But that was early tune. Him do a tune for name Lips of Wine, you know. Oh really? And then he oh really? Really? It wasn't, it wasn't the call that name first. So this is the first recording you you did of Dennis Brown. Lips of wine. First release, yes. Are your biggest hit with Dennis Brown is Silhouettes? Feeling so bad. Yes. But the most um as a classic, as you guys would say, a wicked classic was definitely the um wicked line as a classic. Right. And when when you heard this, Dennis was about nine, ten at the time when, when you when he came on and sang for you? I don't I, I I didn't make a, a note of that, but I think he was around twelve. Around twelve. Well yes. most likely, cause he did Mr. Dad after you. The story goes, yeah, yeah. Mr. Harriet, that you were in New York. You record the song, you were in New York and uh you got caught up in business and you didn't come back to Jamaica in time. To release the tune and then he went to Mr. Dad. Um that's so, you remember? Never in time to release the one he did for Dad. Oh, okay. 
Yes, that 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 certain song that I taught him. So you have a version of of um, uh, No Man is, a, is an Island with him. It's my version. Dennis was practicing, you know, to do for me. Oh, yes. So you know, you hear stories, but you don't whether too much. To, and that's why I'm, we, that's why you're here, and that's why I'm asking just to verify yes. or deny if that's it's the case. Me teach him the song, man, because I had I had done it, you know. Because guess what? It's some guys that do um lead. The lead singer was um he did falsetto like me. Cause I changed to not normal. Sometimes I do falsetto, mm -hmm. you know, and um he. He was brought to Dodd. But I understand one of my singers that in my group are people that recording for me are blah blah blah. And um and um Dennis did it unknowingly to me, but to me and dad me and dad a good friend them, you know. Right, right. Dad from yeah, yeah. So, so you weren't upset no, or anything? No, it has no big thing to that, you know? You weren't upset or anything like that? No, because I wanted him to do that for me. Oh, okay. So I was a little upset, yes. Because I teach him this song. I buy it on 125th Street in New York. Oh, in Harlem. In this record store, I hear this song. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I bought it and I brought it back to do it. I still did it, though, you know. Yeah, as a matter of fact. I still have a version it, because I don't know. And for at a time in Jamaica, Mr. Harriet, you had the sweetest falsetto voice. That that I mean, as a matter of fact, you really started the falsetto voice yes. singing in Jamaica. Yes, in the early days, yeah. And, and and you were you were influenced by the you know the drifters and and these other American groups that they you know, were Daniel Bird. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Which um, what, what the, uh, one of my biggest songs was Daniel Bird, her uh, um cover. Oh of, um, yes. What can, what I, can do? I do? What can yeah, I? But I made it into a, a double thing because half half of the tune is me um putting my own lyrics about my episode. You, you mean your, a long story your, again. the you wedding thing? About a well day for me <laughs> tell about the episode I got through. <laughs> You mean the wedding thing? And today, Mr. You know, time is a person. But today, how do you see the Jamaican music scene? How, how what your opinion opinion of of it right now? Ah, uh, you know, there's a radio station in Jamaica, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, I watch it, but I I I see something happen, and I know it was going to happen, you know. Okay, tell us. And the man them play all this. But nice, all this them are people to love, you know. Mm -hmm. Like you give me the biggest surprise here now as doing interviews because you tackle me some things I never know. Say <laughs> You have all them two there to us, you know. Right. Yes, your, your, your knowledge of... Um, Getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> I, I, I thank you. But the, the question, though, is how do you see the status of the music today? 
you're proud of it, not too proud. You wish not it too to... proud because they might talk about say they, them bring something and I talk about this, this and that and nothing like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing like that. But but dance all this and that's a foolish man. L- let me ask... foolish I mean is Jamaican music same way. Right, right. I right. bring about dance all that sauce all this. In, in, in your over 60 years in the business, have you accomplished all that you wanted to or are there things left for you to do? No, I have some, so much things put down. And I need to come when I go back, I will um, definitely tackle it. Right, right. You know? Yes, because there's so much more to do. Do you... Do you well, let me, let me put the question. And I know when I ask this of people like you, people have multiple songs. If I should ask you, name me three of your your top songs that you have done. What what three would you give me? I tell you the truth. Yes. Yeah. After putting the in it, because boy, that was that's a song that boy, I tell you. Which one? What can I do? What can I do? Okay. What can yeah. I do? All right. What, what else? You have two more. Top songs. Um, Sugar Dandy was one. Sugar Dandy. Yeah, okay. which was backed up by a New York band. When we were up here, the Jive Engineers was up here in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, Teacher Wilshire, they used to, Shirels and all them, Chuck Jackson and all the money, they used to back up. And them other man in it, saxophone, you know, named Buddy Lucas. Do a tune named 7 Eleven. Props, 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 ba da 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 Buddy Lucas. Them tune half a player dance first time. And he was a saxophone man and sugar dandy. Alright, listen, what what I'm gonna do, cause we are running over time and I, I can't I have to continue talking to you. So I'm going to take a quick break, station ID, and uh, then we continue with the conversation. You can spend an, another five minutes with me? Yes, man, I have to call you. It's the first interview I've ever done like this. In 1968, and, and like I said, uh, I used to follow your career to a, a certain point because the things you were doing were things that I always had. Say I'm gonna do one one day. You know, you were a promoter. Yeah, uh, it was a Christmas. It was a Christmas morning show. Yeah, at the Carib Theater, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I have that. Uh, In terms of what? You, that you was something going on every Christmas morning. Everybody look forward to that big show. You know. Yes, I remember. I, I was from Spanish Town, so I you know I never as a kid they won't let me come to Kingston to the show. Yeah. But I, I used to see it, another thing that I like. You, you remember Nuggets for the Needy? Oh, yes. You were one of the artists that I, if I'm going to see you at any time, it would be on Nuggets for the Needy. Yeah, and after a while, instead of me doing it, bringing another group, the chosen few on the scene, Yes. I made them do it, and they became popular on that show too. Yes. But yes, after I'm, a while. I'm going back to 19... 19- 68 you enter the festival competition with a song yes. that i i was rooting for you mister yeah that was good enough but for some reason 
this was my favorite song and i i was like uh 12 at the time this festival mm-hmm. song and even when i do festival over the years because each festival season we play the old songs who, who backed you up on this i mean the music was just so good who, who you remember who were the musicians Bongo Herman and Les them was I think what the trouble was them, you know. Yes, I figured that much. I can't remember. I figured that much. I figured that much. And that year was one of the most competitive years in, in, in the competition. Yes. And yes. you came forth with this song. That, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bridget. You no remember that? Yeah man, we have it done on record, man. Yes, but um, that was my first festival song I ever did, you know. It wasn't your first? No, the first one was named Our Time to Celebrate Festival. Uh, and the winner that year was the one, the famous song that, that rhythm continues to, to this day. To <laughs> the, bam, bam. That was the year when, um, I tell you, who won that year? Oh, hey, the great ones, <laughs> Toots and the Maters. Yeah, with, with Bam Bam. Yeah, yes. 1966. Yes, 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 yes. Our yeah. time to celebrate, you say it was, right? Well, the Tang Tang, the nice one. Oh, yeah, Tang Tang was, was my favorite. By the 70s now, you, you started to, your musical chariot, you started having some of the better artists, um, the chosen few. You had Scotty as a singer, then you have Scotty as a, a, as a DJ. Yes, oh, all these artists you can't know, give me a number one hit. Because they start doing your your old songs them over now. You we Scotty. Not only that, but I produced with other artists. Right. Yes, and they came and gave number one because I figured they could do it. Right, right. So was it was it hard to get signed to to Derek Harriot Chariot label? Was it a hard thing? I heard it was really. You know, if you know some artists that come and say, "Why Chariot?" I heard. I've heard it. He That's why I'm asking. Yeah, I said this and that, you know, but boss, give me a break, the man. What was your standard? What was your standard? Why were you so tough on, on them? You didn't go for the media. No, I don't like the whole part, tons of other people. Okay. You know, you, you, you need a selected few. And I take prejudice against other people, you know. I understand. But you know, like the whole part, holy artist, artist, artist. You know what I mean? The motor artists come. Big artists, them, you know, big name, you know. Boy, Chariot. It's the camp out of your shop, you know, boss. I look a break. <laughs> and the reason for that, you, you, you had a very high standard. Yes, looking out for good um, things because from that time coming up to a good time after, right up to Rocksteady days, notice the artists, them. Or them um, pronounce them words good. Mm-hmm. Not saying a little slang that nice, you know, but um, but them, you know, they pronounce words so good. Right, right. Yes, man. That's why um, I have been influenced throughout my musical career with other artists. Right, right, right. You know, right. Alton Ellis and Ken Booten. You know, all them people, eh? Right, right. If, if you were to do it over again, Mr. Harriet, would you make any changes to the things you have done in this business? Just continue trying to, as best as you could, 
to make um, great music. Right, right, right. And put the right ingredients in it. Try to get good melodies and things like that, you know? Right, right, right. right. Yes, so that is, a, that is a key. Now, earlier you asked me, you, you, I told you about what Philip Smart used to do to me with Slave. I mean, all five barrels were on fire because it was so different to hear you singing social commentary like this. Because mm-hmm. everybody knew you at the time as Mr. Lover's rocker, you know, Mr. Yeah. Balladeer and so on. But to, to have That's a song yeah. like this played... It was like, you sure Derek Harriet? You sure Derek Harriet? Yeah, 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 they bring up that style up on me on the style. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and there was another song you did also, message from a black man that a lot of people couldn't, didn't think it was you. I remember playing this song and people were just always asking because yes, you yes. had one of the best versions of this song. All good things must come to an end and unfortunately we have to come to an end. What would you like to say to your millions of fans that's gonna hear this eventually who listening now and who's gonna hear it on tape facebook and all of that uh what do you have to say to them at this point keep listening to create jamaican music that you know how because you feel you people are not no fools you understand mm-hmm. and you know good music just keep listening to great Jamaican music. Okay, or the older, new, whatever. Right. Yes. Uh, and do you have anything that... Any, I mean, if you're going to the Derek Harriet vault right now, you, you have something or a few tracks that going to be released anytime soon? I'm sure that I have a track that you would love to play. Of course. And that is by my niece, Kim Harriet. I remember, I remember yes, playing her in the seventies. Yes, oh, she's still around. Oh yes. Okay, she had a song. I remember. I remember. Yes. Ken Williams used to play it a lot. Yes. So yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what about you? You don't have nothing you you want to release in the in the near future. Well, if I think, man, I'll, uh, uh, album. <coughs> Sorry, an album called um, "To Come." To come, yes. Called okay. the um, it's called the Great Falsetta Hits. Oh, nice! Yes. The fans them say, "Boy, come, come with it, man, come." come. And I, I go and give them it now. It's about time. It's about time. So yes. there's no st- there's no retirement for you, then, Mister Harriet. You you don't see no retirement in your future. <laughs> you know who we have, I have mentioned that is one of the greatest people in my early time of producing oh. a duet called Keith and Tex oh Tonight. yes yes, stop yes. that train yes. yes you are absolutely right and, and again yeah. it, it goes back to the point that people say that you usually goes for the best and there's another one Ruddy Mills that um, Rudy Mills, Rudy Mills. A long story. Yeah. You gave him his two or three biggest hits. Um, you know, I would say two. Two, you say two. You would but say other sellers. Yes, other sellers, sellers. But you gave him two big hits. Yes. 
Uh, have you ever have you been uh, honored by the government of Jamaica as yet? Yeah, man, them, them give me an honor there. I can't remember what it is. Oh, the... But one of the good ones, one of the good ones. Uh, one of the good ones, Yes, one of the good ones. Well, one you, you, you more than... Um, you more than deserve it. And I said, right now, you know, with a lot of our stalwarts passing, Bonnie Whaler, Bob Handy, you know, and those people. Yeah, I'm a good friend them. Yeah, I can Bob just them imagine. I keep, I keep two shows with Bob them, you know. You at did? The VIP club, which was normally called um, Glass Bucket Club, in the heart of half a tree. Right. I keep two shows with them. That, that is another... Um, <laughs> another cap, another feather in another, your cap. Another thing, another thing, yes. Look at things happen, but great. The people have turned out like nothing, man. You know, and I, over the past couple of days, I've been telling people when I speak to you, you you're still chirpy, your voice is still strong, and uh, and I'm listening to you now, and they are listening to you, and I say, man, you are like one of the soundtracks of our lives. <laughs> no, seriously, because. I can't yes, remember yes. a day with you. Go there, yes, 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 there, That's not true, man. Yes, yes. I mean, you, I, I, yeah, you can't can be a Jamaican and say, there was a time, I never had a birthday and you not around. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You, you are one of the soundtracks of our lives. Yes. So I, I just want to thank you for taking the time out. And, you know, and... Hopefully we can do this again, maybe on your birthday, twenty twenty three. Yes, definitely. Because <laughs> you just, you know, I mean, you're not showing up, but you're just scratching the surface. I, I know, <laughs> I know. I, I tell you, I, I remember. You, you surprised me from all the interviews I've done. I've never come across somebody that could draw out <laughs> draw your the children. original, original song. Yeah, man, we work, we work. Yeah, I remember, yeah. before you go, I remember meeting you at a fair in Kingston. There was a fair, open fair, and you were there. And I approached you. I think it was like maybe 87, 88. And I approached you, and, and I, I I complimented you. Oh, you look good, and your skin tone nice. And you, said, you said to me, I, I don't know if you, you won't remember, but I'll tell you what you said to me. You say you work for it. I say, what do you do? You exercise. I say, no, I juice. I do a lot of juice. You, you still juice? Yes. <laughs> you still juice? Yeah. Nice. nice. And I say, juicing yeah, does that? You say, yep. You've been juicing yeah. at that time, maybe 10 years before at that time. You said juicing. And I'll never forget that. When I think of juicing, I remember you. I. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> what what's in your juice today? What do you what what do you put in your juice now? No, I just still have the, the the regular thing them, you know, you love your sour soap and you love your this and that and that. Jamaica some of the greatest juices in that I mean it all the, over the world, but right. um that was our main thing, you know. Right, right. Yes. I, I like Hallelujah. that. You, when you told me that, I said, ah, so there, there are benefits in, in juicing. <laughs> you, you blend yes. everything. Yes, and um, a man who I'd like to big up in the scene, Jamaican scene, mm-hmm. who have done so much and looking, always looking out for Jamaica, is Keelan Bigford. 
Oh, yes, yes. Yes, killing yeah, a biblical yeah. story then, blah, yeah, blah, blah. blah no. Yes, yes. You know, he's, he's, at this tour, there's no more, but he's still saying. Online. Mm, he does, yes, does you know thing. what I mean? Yeah, but Keelan is a man really conscientious of make, making Jamaica name keep high. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Keelan, that is true. Can't take, that, that can't take that away from him. I, I, yes. I tell you, um, people are now saying it's so good to hear your voice. I hear you very vibrant and, you know, jovial. Because a couple months ago, the internet had you as as past. As what? As you are someone who has passed pass along. You, you, you are dying. Yeah, them are they keep, them love keep up that, you see? Them love keep up that. Yeah, so, that. <laughs> I know Berry is another one and Stevie yes. Wonder. <laughs> they, boy, <laughs> they love killer that. Berry and Stevie yeah. Wonder and Derek Harriet. So it's good yeah. to hear your voice. You're, you're well, your voice, you know, you're here and you're going to be with us for a very long time. I want to take the time to just thank you for making this interview possible. And I'd like to thank you for having me on this surprisingly great interview. <laughs> you like it? As far as I'm concerned. Nice, you nice. Know what nice. I mean? All right, sir. And um, for a man like you to be doing this who has been in the music business so long, and really honoring the name Jamaica and the music yeah. that you have divulged to the people. Listen, I love my yeah, culture. Great, great thing, great thing. Love my culture, love my country, and I love the music. So, Mr. Ariad, you have my digit, I have yours. We're going to stay in touch. Yes, and to all my folks here, um, my daughters and sons and blah, blah, blah. I wish them all the best, and they are really making good, what you say, no, great things towards the whole scene of right. whatever country they are in. Yes. Yes, them like, they, 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 are, they are mostly, most of the children, them is from, to be frank with you, are, are from, um, what you call it? No, USA. USA. What, what happened yeah, to your... Them was, born, was born here, you know? What is happening with your record store in Jamaica? Did you close it down in um, that plaza? No, I didn't close it down. But I, I tried to... I'm, I'm still figuring what to do with it coming up, you know? Because mm. it seemed but like... I'm off go on, you know? It seemed like vinyl but, um, is coming back. I'm telling you, the truth is still paying rent. Yeah, man, because vinyl, the sale of vinyl is coming back, you know. Vinyl is picking up again. So all the yes. old records that we have yes. there. Yes, my friend from Japan who released my thing, the Naki, mm-hmm. said, any amount, any amount vinyl, vinyl. any amount. My I was God. so surprised to hear that. Yeah, man, it's picking up, it's picking yes, up. Yes. So if you didn't close it yet, don't bother close it. Yes, no, I don't close it yet. All right, sir. All right, yes. got to move on to the news. And Mr. Ariad, we thank yes, you very God much. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. What an interview. Um, I hope I'll get it somehow. I you will, you anybody. will. Once it's edited and, and polished up, you will get a copy of it. Yes, definitely. All right, I respect. appreciate this the utmost. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah, yeah you've made my day. <laughs> I'm glad to hear yeah. that. a promoter. Bring up the biggest set of artists from Jamaica Like Super Cat and Mr. Early be the doctor Only for artists, no for them, he can't remember Who can
can remember when them used to keep Jamaica The kind of show that used to give out of our water To read the art